Hello, everyone. You're listening to Volunteering At here on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma. Now, on Volunteering At, we explore the different ways you can give a little of yourself to others. And as people often find out, they usually get something back as well. Today, we're featuring the American Foundation for the Blind. We're going to discuss their mission as well as how you, the listener, could offer your time and energy for them as well. Joining us on LJN Radio is Joe Strecce, the Career Connect Program Manager for the American Foundation for the Blind. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, actually. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, I guess we'll start just by, if you can, give the listeners a little bit of a rundown of the organization, what some of the mission and values are to give them an idea of where you're coming from. Yeah, definitely. Uh, American Foundation for the Blind is an organization that's been around since about 1924. We have a vast array of services and uh, offerings from our organization. So we were founded in 1921, and we started out specifically around the idea that this uh, philanthropist, M.C. Miguel, wanted to provide services to uh, soldiers coming home from uh, World War I hmm. who were blinded or uh, lost vision. And he wanted to make sure that professionals and organizations out there were providing quality services and the research and development around providing that information came from a clearinghouse or an organization that could provide top-level information. So AFB started as an information center, but grew from that. In 1924, one of the most notable employees of AFB was Helen Keller. Oh, wow. uh, she worked for us for over 44 years. But our mission, our formal mission, I would say, the American Foundation for the Blind removes barriers, creates solutions, and expands possibilities for people with vision loss so that they can be productive and achieve in society. Well, I appreciate the background, and I think that's especially interesting as far as the uh, World War I connection, and obviously Helen Keller, I'm sure most people would know what she's all about. When it comes to you know the modern-day idea of what you guys are doing, how much do you involve yourselves with careers and helping those individuals down that pathway. Is that a, a big part of what you do, or at least a portion? Yeah, it definitely is. The program I manage is called AFB Career Connect. You can find us at afbcareerconnect.org or go to afb.org forward slash cc. The American Foundation for the Blind has a family of websites and uh, programs and services. We're actually the largest publisher of textbooks for, uh, for personnel prep programs, training people to work with people who are blind or visually impaired. But Specifically in the employment area, AFB Career Connect was developed originally back in 1986 as a phone database where people could call in and uh, connect with mentors. We would provide connection to mentors who are blind or visually impaired and successfully employed in many, many different fields. Now we're up to over 372 different career fields, but we're no longer a phone in service. We're an e-mentoring system where you can go in online and register to be a user of AFB Career Connect create a profile and such, similar to your social networking uh, platforms out there. Sure. Uh, we've we renovated our system from an email system in the last year to a uh, social networking type platform. So we have mentors who are blind or visually impaired working in over 300 different fields. We have probably about, I would say, a thousand different very active mentors. We have over 3,000 mentors who are blind or visually impaired registered with us, but I would say a thousand active mentors. We have more than e-mentoring, though. We're about career exploration, navigating the employment process, job-seeking skills. We have a free online course that's 33 lessons, so a user can go and register for, with us and uh, go and take this course for free, jump around, work on career exploration. They can work on self-awareness, 
pre-interview skills and tools, and then also the interview and follow-up. More than that, though, we have a blog uh, that provides advice and updates about our program. We have creative ways to explore careers, such as our career clusters. We have our stories pieces, which are success stories about people who are blind or visually impaired, and most of them are our mentors. Mm-hmm. And we have over 100 of these in a textual format and some in an uh, audio format. I think that's really cool. Just all the resources that you guys have and the services and the people that are helping out in some capacity. You mentioned the mentors, especially. And I wanted to touch on that aspect a little bit, not necessarily just the mentors, but looking at any way that people can volunteer and if they want to offer up certain skills or if there's a personality that's ideal for some of these roles. What do you sort of look for if somebody wants to offer up their time and energy into what you guys are trying to do over there? We look for a willingness to want to give back because most people, who are blind or visually impaired, and most people with disabilities are passionate about making sure that other people have opportunities and resources. Mm-hmm. They have to go online, register, fill out an application. It goes through a process and they become a mentor who uh, specific to our program. Uh, they want to have to want to give back and give information. What is unique about our program is that you can search by career, by type of job or okay. job task through our database to find people doing all kinds of work. We have people from teachers to engineers to a bodybuilder to uh, people who are working in the entertainment area to chefs who are blind or visually impaired who want to give back. Really, you know, there is not a huge time demand uh, specific to it because we're an e-mentoring program. A lot of people utilize our database to figure out what people who are blind are doing. And a teacher may be working with a, a student who's blind or visually impaired, or a student may be wondering, you know, is there someone out there who's working in accounting? And then they'll go search in our database and find that there's a bunch of people that are accountants who are blind or visually impaired. They may reach out to them and contact them and ask them questions. The level of uh, a connection depends on what the individual is looking for. Right. You know, we've had people develop long-term relationships, relationships that have lasted over many years. We've had people end up hiring people, actually, years down the line, they kept in touch. And as they progressed in their career, they ended up hiring them. Another part of that is, as you said, maybe you have individuals who come from the education field or from the engineering field. What do you think, though, in general, volunteers or people who are mentoring, what can they gain? What can they learn? What sort of maybe skills or, or other adaptations of their career can they learn just from being a volunteer and giving back, as you've talked about? I think there's a lot of things they can gain from it. As our field is changing, you know, as they uh, develop this connection with these people, they're learning more about their field as well because they may be asked questions that they don't know the answer right off. They may have to ask their colleagues. They may have to use connections, find out more information. Plus, they're staying on top of things. Technology changes. So Mm -hmm. you'll find that people utilize our mentors for advice on technology. I can tell you mentoring has played a big role in my life. I've utilized mentoring throughout my life, and I've also, on that uh, other side, received jobs through mentors. But the fact is that they can get back that feeling that they're giving back to another generation. And some of our, our users are a mix of adults and youth who are blind or visually impaired, and professionals use ours with their students as well, use our database and our system. So the fact is there's a mixed population, but it's knowing that there are people out there doing the work that you want to do and getting advice on how you can make it in there and then connection down the line. It's not just a mentor-mentee down the line. They could be colleagues uh, or people working in the same field and part of a, a similar network. 
along with this, maybe we have some people listening that definitely are intrigued and want to pitch in in some way and volunteer, maybe be a mentor. Could you give us an idea of what that exactly might entail? I know maybe there might not be a typical day specifically, but you mentioned time required isn't necessarily that great. It's kind of what you want to put into it. Any credentials they need or anything else that they would need to know before jumping into this? We have a, a tips and advice on mentoring on our website, actually. Within in the program, we have terms and conditions and how our program works. But really... Uh, they have to be able to respond to queries. So when questions are asked from our users, the fact is they have to be able to answer them within a certain length of time. At the longest, 72 hours, and we usually prod earlier on, some mentors are are more apt to answer. Some get involved and and then they lose interest. The idea is that you're there when people need to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that you're able to answer those questions that you're willing to. And uh, we also send out information. We help connect other people to uh, mentors. I'll tell you that, uh, you know, initially it starts out with a person asking a a few questions, basic questions. And and we have tips on to our mentees also on about asking questions and and not asking too many questions (laughs) because some people will uh, provide maybe like 20 or more questions. And when you're developing that relationship with uh, a mentor, you don't want to ask them 20 questions the first time. You also want to provide an introduction to who you are and what your interest is, what you're looking to do in the future, and why you're contacting them. And then throwing in a few questions to start off and then developing it from there. It takes time to build that rapport and also making sure you're asking questions that you wouldn't be able to find just by doing a Google search. Sure. Along those same lines, uh, you know, you're obviously talking about different fields as well. If a company was interested in, in helping out in some way, whether it is offering up some sort of services or getting involved in another way, are there any opportunities there? Have you seen that occur with your organization? Our organization has other volunteer aspects besides our program, CareerConnect. There are many ways that corporations and businesses can get involved with us. CareerConnect is more than an a e-mentoring system, and we, I've mentioned all the different aspects, but I also work with a lot of employers to encourage the employment of people who are blind or visually impaired. I do in-services and other aspects, but the fact is there are many ways. I can give you a list of, we have mentors in our local offices. We have five offices in the United States, one in Manhattan, one in Washington, D.C., one in Huntington, West Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia, and then uh, Dallas, Texas. Some of our local offices, we offer the opportunity for people to volunteer and help out with different things. And these tasks can range from answering phones and uh, information or referral. It could be over time as they develop out their skills and knowledge of what we do. Stuffing envelopes, as simple as that. Also, providing professional skills. If they have skills related to a certain area and they could offer that to our organization to assist us towards our mission and about creating possibilities and expanding possibilities for people who are blind or visually impaired. That's another way. We also bring in people for testing technology. You know, Hmm. we have a technology side where we work with mainstream and assistive technology organizations. A lot of mainstream companies, you know, such as the Googles and Apple and other organizations we'll work with to improve the accessibility of their products. So we'll bring in also consumers who are blind or visually impaired to do testing as well. Uh, We'll also utilize the skills of our community for other aspects. There's a a variable of ways ranging from possibly donating to a help assist in our mission or donating their time or even uh, helping us link to uh, grant opportunities that could further our projects or towards our mission. 
I think it's terrific to hear that because I, I think I'm sure, as you know, a lot of organizations are looking to give back in some capacity. And sometimes it can be difficult to figure out what exactly your company wants to do. Um, just hearing these various opportunities, I think, obviously gives people an idea of what they can do from that end as well. Our listeners like to hear stories. They like to understand sort of the specific aspects of what an organization does. Do you have any stories that stand out that are memorable for yourself or that you've heard or seen just with your experiences at your organization? I could tell you that whether it's contacting our mentors who are blind or visually impaired, or even through my teen employment workshops, over the last two years, I've done uh, 48 teen employment workshops around the United States, speaking to uh, 906 uh, youth who are blind or visually impaired, specific to these employment workshops, where I talk about self-awareness as it relates to navigating the employment process. Along with these workshops, I always try to make the most impact possible in the area. So I I may do a teen employment workshop, but I may schedule something else. I was in a city in uh, California and I was meeting with a youth and such. And then the professional who was working with the youth had mentioned that the student had a visual impairment and I am blind and I lost my vision uh, due to a specific visual impairment. The student had that same visual impairment and uh, was having issues with the idea about adjusting to that vision mm-hmm. loss and, and utilizing the white cane and, and other things. So we spent some time afterwards and uh, uh, talking and I, I said, you can ask anything you want. I told her my story of how I lost my vision and the things I, I dealt with and the adjustment process because you don't go to sleep one day and then wake up adjusted. You know, It takes time and it's a cycle. There's a lot to it. And so she, as we were talking and I was sharing information, I was asking her about her situation and issues that she's been encountering. She's crying and, and telling me about that I was the first person that she's met with the same visual impairment. Also, that she felt that understood what she's going through, having that emotional connection because I run the program, but I'm also a mentor. And also, I've been mentored by people that are mentors in our program. When I was in graduate school exploring careers and, and figuring out what I wanted to do down the line, I, I was using Career Connect and contacting mentors who were blind or visually impaired and uh, talking to them about the areas that I was going into. It wasn't my uh, ultimate goal eventually was to work for an organization, but years down the line and, and multiple jobs down the line, I ended up here at uh, AFB. I think, you know, obviously that's a very heartfelt and touching aspect of what you can do and be able to console that individual a little bit and, and give her an idea of kind of everything's going to be okay. And I think people can appreciate you having to experience issues a little bit of your own that you're able to connect with her. So I think that is a nice way to leave off this show today. I did want to give you the chance here, Joe, um, if there's any way people can reach out to your organization, what are the best ways that they can contact you? There are many ways you can get in touch with our uh, organization. And one way is if you want to talk to people at Career Connect, I have a great colleague, uh, Dietra Bannister. Her and I uh, work hard together to keep AFB Career Connect running. You can reach out to Career Connect at, via our email, which is Career Connect, which is C A R E E R C O N N E C T at AFB.net. That's one way. You can contact us and uh, let us know how you would like to help us out or get involved. Another way is you can call us. Our uh, 1-800 number is 1-800-232-5463, and that's 1-800-AFB-LINE, AFB-LINE. So uh, that's another way you can connect with us. But, you know, I really appreciate you providing me this time to talk with uh, your listeners and, and provide information about how Career Connect can be utilized and how volunteering with AFB can make a difference. 
whether you're volunteering in our local office or volunteering as a Career Connect mentor or helping us connect with people that are successful who are blind or visually impaired out there in the community and allow us to connect with them to uh, sell them on being a Career Connect mentor. We really appreciate it. Well, Joe, it's been my pleasure to have you on and obviously learning a little bit more about what your organization does and always good and important to hear these stories as well. So, Joe, thanks for coming on and giving us some of that inside look at the American Foundation for the Blind and how people can help. Thank you so much. And of course, if you would like to reach out to us as well, you can find us online on Twitter at the LJN, or you can shoot us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. If you have any feedback from this show, if you have any interest in giving us some ideas of what other organizations you'd like to hear about. Again, today we've been talking with Joe Strecce. He is from the American Foundation for the Blind. For everyone here at LJN Radio, once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. <laughs>